Well, it's a little more than a month into the new year. And if you made resolutions, they're probably starting to wear off right now. And you're relying on goal setting or willpower or just wanting something more. But you haven't really been specific about how you're going to go about doing that. And creating a fail-proof vision really will get you where you need to be. And the way you do that, you've got to go on a journey, which means you got to reel it all the way back into what you really want to change. Now, this could be an entire life change, or it could just be something different you want to do, or even in the space you're already in, you just want to be the best possible version for that. No matter what it is, though, you've got to set a vision that you can then create action steps to do. It can't just be a goal of this or a willpower of that. It is about change behaviors and things you're going to do each and every day, which starts with a great vision. So we're going to talk about creating that first, then building off of it. So no matter what you do, you can't help but get a better version of yourself. Coming up next. It's time for the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Stress, and I know whether you're starting a small business, you're a solopreneur, or a leader in a large company, you need to collaborate with people. I want to help you make those collaborations fulfilling, productive, and as profitable as possible. So every Monday morning, we'll drop a new podcast episode to do just that. So let's get into today's discussion. You know, most company visions and mission statements fail, but yours won't if you listen to us just for this show. Welcome back for another episode of the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast. Hope you had a fantastic week, had a lot of great times and and enjoyed uh, the past week. But um, so you may want to go back and listen to the two two word sentences that always propel you forward, whether you're winning or losing. It really shows you how you can't dwell on either one, whether you're winning or losing, and to keep moving forward. And then also, why not you when you start thinking about some of the things you want to do that you haven't done? So first of all, this is not a self-help program, but anything uh, worthwhile requires some work and you are definitely worthwhile. So whether you're starting a company, growing in your current company, changing a career completely, or you just want to achieve something in your personal life, don't wish for it, plan for it. Daring to dream, daring to change, it can be a very scary thing and um, your life is important. So don't waste it on the what ifs or what if you did this or did that and just thought about it. You were made for a purpose and you should live it, but um, but don't make the mistake of leaving it to chance. You do need a vision, you need a mission, and you need a strategy. All three of them have their own purpose, but they need to be done the right way. And oftentimes they're misused, mislabeled, and more importantly, they're misinterpreted. If you work for a large company, you no doubt have a vision or a mission, but it's often something talked about once or twice a year, or it's on a poster on the wall. Yet no one in the organization can really recite it. So today we'll discuss what an effective vision, mission, and strategy look like and how they are all connected. So you might be thinking, some of you might be thinking, you know, hey, Mark, I already work for a company with all three of those. So why do I need this? So, and I'm not asking you to forget 
those um, that, that are already in your organization. You certainly have to support that. But there are things you can do just in the in the part of the, the area that you control in your company that you can create a vision, mission, and strategy for what you're accountable for. And if you think, well, I don't have anything other than what the company is telling me to focus on, just imagine if you created a vision, mission, and strategy just on employee recognition and development. Uh, how about execution? Even an established company, you're really not limited to what you can create really in order to, differ, to differentiate yourself from all the other people that work in your company or in your department or in your division, however it's broken up. So, but if you're striking out on your own and becoming that entrepreneur you always dreamed about, you need a solid plan that keeps you focused on the important more than the urgent. You know, many entrepreneurs fail because they never leave the dream phase. They are so bought into what they are doing and they think everyone else will believe it too. Creating a, a vision, mission, and strategy will keep you focus and more importantly, make you successful. So what if you just want to improve your life or create a new chapter? Maybe maybe you're that soccer mom that's always had a, a true identity as a writer and you started writing in all the spare moments you had, like when your kids were at soccer practice or just whatever free time you could get. Or maybe you're just thinking about doing that and you're not actually doing it, but then you have to ask yourself, well, what's actually stopping you the, to move forward? It, it, even that, you, if you create a specific vision for yourself, then you can create a mission, then you can create a strategy, and then you can move forward with that. So there is a specific order to those, and that's why I keep saying vision, mission, strategy. So let's start with vision. You know, vision is a, it starts with a dream, but what you gotta do is make it a great vision and a great vision is a dream with a purpose. But let's be real here for a second. You know, a vision is a dream, but you're not going to be running a unicorn farm anytime soon. Just remember, it's a dream with a purpose. So to create a vision, go ahead and let yourself dream a little bit. You know, we'll refine the dream into accountable action items to move you forward. But in the vision phase, this is where it's it's really the creative phase. So what does vision look like? Before we go on to that, let me, let me ask you this. What would you attempt to do if you knew you could fail? I mean, I get it. I, I know the saying is, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? But you really have to get more ownership. You have to have more desire, willing to do sacrifice more. And you can only do that if you really thought you could fail. So that's step number one of why um, people don't, you know, they start something, but they can't keep going. They can't take it to the next level because it's not as deep as it could be where they could fail. So, you know, creating something out of nothing is no easy feat, but it does remind me of a quote that I talk about a lot when the 19th president, Rutherford B. Hayes, every expert was once a beginner. And that is just absolutely true. Almost no one is born into, into success, really. Um, so, I mean, you look at the opposite of that. How many stories have you heard about bratty, privileged kids that wasted opportunities because they didn't have, they have to earn it. Very select few, you know, for the rest of us, we have to create where we are going. And this vision, mission, strategy works for any kind of vision. So it doesn't matter if you're new to business, growing in your own company or or something personal. And, 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 I, and I mean that, that second one, growing in your own company, because oftentimes when you hear discussions like this on changing your life, doing something different, hey, if you want to run the company you now work for, 
That's great. That is, the vision should be up to you. And that reminds me, you know, I absolutely love stories about making something out of nothing, nothing, or having such a strong belief in yourself or in your talent that you create something no one else could create. You know, whether it's becoming a famous actor, a rock band, starting a company like Jeff Bezos did with Amazon, Sarah Blakely with Spanx, started with a dream, you know, a dream with a purpose, and then put it into action. And you're going to see a lot of similarities. And I, and I know I'm using examples of just absolute high-end, top-level, reach-the-pinnacle successes, but it is the same where they were and where you could be right now. So just, uh, you know, one example, think about a documentary I saw on Netflix with the Eagles, and I think about Glenn Fry from Detroit, who was singing backup for Bob Seger. So maybe that's amazing enough, but found his way out into California. And then Don Henley down in Texas somehow convinced Kenny Rogers at the time to visit one of his shows. And he liked his his group so much that he said, yeah, I think you guys are worse. I'm going to California to do some recording. They got out there and then they wound up, each of them playing and singing backup for Linda Ronstadt and then decided to go out on their own and wrote a lot of their own stuff, created a lot of their own music and just kept going and always kept that vision in front of them of what kind of band they wanted to be. Wound up selling more albums than anybody in that century, even Elvis, everybody, they outsold. So kind of continuing on with the, uh, the the music theme here for just a second. Think about two two songs from the band Boston, which which I actually love their music. So this really isn't a dig on them by any means, but it's a great example of, of um, first of all, of them sacrificing. Well, they, their song, Rock and Roll Band, you know, they, they go into the song and they talk about how they had nothing. They, they practiced out in the street, probably lived in places you or I would never even consider, but they did what they had to do to sacrifice to get to where they wanted to be. And of course, later in the song, a man with a big cigar shows up and writes them a big fat contract and then all their dreams are coming true. You know, they're going to be a sensation and, and, and you know, they just, their, their career is just where it's going. You know, they, they're known around the world. But they had another song called Peace of Mind. And in that song, they, they just simply talked about they just want their peace of mind, but what's good for them. So on, on the one hand, it was okay for their dream to sacrifice whether they needed to. But then in this song, they kind of get into, there's some lines in here in this song about if you're climbing the company ladder, can't you see there's some day that'll come along where it won't matter. And it's like, well, who the heck, who are they to decide what your dream is? Because here's the, here's the interesting and the ironic part. If you're in the creative space like them, creating music and doing all those things. You're probably looking at somebody in a suit that, that is in an ivory tower that's in a, in a corporate setting as are you really accomplishing anything? Are you a slave to your company and all those things? Totally ignoring what they had to go through to get famous. And, and then the opposite. How many corporate suit type people would look at somebody who hasn't quite made it yet and thinking about how much time they're wasting? You know, I live just here, out, just right outside of Nashville. So many times I've gone downtown and on Broadway and listened to live music. And I'm, sometimes I'm listening to some of these bands or individuals and I'm like, why isn't this person on the radio? They're just as good as anything I've heard on the radio, but for whatever reason, they haven't made the right connection yet. They haven't proven themselves yet enough or, or whatever that is. And they just, I hope they, whoever they were, they kept going to become that person. So you got to understand one thing that the, the, the vision is about you not letting other people decide it for you. So 
it's just interesting how different people look at each other and, you know, say, oh, that's not worth it. Well, you know what? If it's worth it to you, it's worth doing. Your dream is your dream. So don't let anybody else tell you different. You know, so planning your vision is essential to starting down that path. So I mean that, you know, really planning it out. You know, I have a, a private pilot certificate. So I, smile, I fly small single engine planes. So every time I say, oh, I'm a pilot, everybody always thinks airline pilot. I'm like, nope, not quite. But um, as pilots, we have a few sayings when it comes to flight planning. When checking route you're going to fly or obviously the weather and the plane. We have a couple of sayings that saying it's, it's better to be on the ground wishing you were in the air than to be in the air and wishing you were on the ground because that is certainly a feeling you don't want to have. But also we have another saying that's a little more sobering that takeoffs are optional, but landings are mandatory. So think about that. You know, once you're up, you're coming back down one way or another. And how many times have you planned out something you were going to do and um, not much planning into where you're going to land? You just wanted to start something. You, know, you didn't have like specific goals in mind. And that's that's why what, what I'm about to really break down for you is probably one of the most simplest ways to really make a true actionable vision and mission statement. So um, we're going to get into that here in just a second. But um, no doubt you've heard that quote, which I talked about earlier, of what would you attempt to do if you could not fail? You know, it's on posters everywhere. It's on desk decorations all over the place. But try this exercise for a vision. Think about a vision you really want. Again, you're not going to be running a unicorn farm, but in a serious sense, if you can change your life. So, and again, is it something completely different? Is it you're already in a great company and you just want to be at a higher level? Or maybe you want something personal for yourself. Maybe you want to be in the in the best physical shape of your life. Almost, maybe you're going to be a bodybuilder. Maybe you're going to be a marathon runner or that writer of a book. So it doesn't really matter. They all work the same. But whatever it is, start writing some of those things down. But if you're, if we have to narrow it down to one. You will not have, A, you won't have enough bandwidth to do multiple visions. And B, you, you won't excel in any particular vision because you're going to spread yourself too thin. But write a couple of them down just to kind of really see what you want to do. And look at those things that you would like to attempt if you knew you could not fail. So circle those things. You might discard some of them. Some of them sound kind of nice, but then at the end of the day, they're not so big a deal. So the ones that you would do if you knew you could not fail circle. But what you have to do out of the ones that are circled is find the one that you would do, even if you knew you could fail. That's what makes it so special. I mean, Fred Smith, the founder of FedEx, he was told in college his idea for what he wanted to do wouldn't work, but he did it anyway. And so to create a vision has to be true to your beliefs, the, the worth of sacrifice and the pain and the heartache. And you're going to fail at this and then going to get back up and you're going to do that and you're going to pivot and all those things. You have to find that one thing that you would definitely attempt, even if you knew you could fail. So although your vision should be a dream with a purpose for your business or for your life, it also shouldn't be a novel either. So you're going to want to keep the dream specific to what you want to accomplish. So let's say, let's just use an example here. So let's say you're going to open a coffee shop and handmade pastries, cakes, and desserts. So here's, here's what a, a vision for that can really sound like. So listen along. You know, as our customers enter our store, they are greeted with the warm, comforting aroma of fresh ground coffee and baking items fresh from the oven. Our customers' eyes are immediately drawn to your dessert case because the variety and quality are known throughout the community. 
and the hardest decision the customer will make is which dessert they will try next. At the service counter, the customer is greeted with a person that is happy to see them, calls them by name, and can't wait to help them. After the customer places their order, the customer can't help but notice how each person working there truly enjoys creating amazing products and how they interact and support each other. The customer has a cozy feeling of comfort as they find their place in the store where they will sit and enjoy their selection made perfectly as it always is, and the customer overhears conversations of business meetings friends catching up after being apart too long, and quite a few customers that sit by themselves to enjoy the highest quality coffees and pastries and read a book to escape life for a little while. That's when the customer realizes this place isn't just a coffee and dessert shop. This place was made for them. See, that's the kind of vision I'm talking about. It's not just, just putting some words on the wall. It's how do you create senses and sights and sounds. And if, if whatever it is you're trying to come up with, if you can picture what the most perfect version of that, that's what's coming on your vision that you've created that, that you've created those feelings. But it's not just your job to create the vision. You also have to drive the vision. And we'll be pulling some key phrases from this vision that will become your action items for your mission statement. And that's where we'll start to create some action for your vision and kind of turn it into a reality. It has to take action because simply you can't just have something on a wall and just look at it from time to time. You're getting ready to actually go on a journey. So another example for creating a vision is a personal vision. And this process works for personal goals as well, regardless of money or whichever job you might have now how you live your life and what kind of person you want to be is totally up to you. So here's what a personal vision might look like, and it won't be as as lengthy as the other one, but just some examples when you talk about what's important to you, things like morning workouts before anybody else gets up, or maybe you get up and do some meditation or you journal, how you prepare for the day. What is your commitment to your profession? How do you connect with your colleagues and friends? And most importantly, in your personal vision, does it reflect what you want to be known for? So lastly, how do you have a vision in an established company that already has one? So first, you should absolutely support your current company's vision. I mean, after all, you work there and they are paying you. So it might be a good idea to support them. But think about your, your good old cubby stuff. Your, where's your circle of influence versus your circle of concern? What can you do in that space? So you know, a great example of this is the book Gung Ho by Ken Blanchard and Sheldon Bowles. What a great book. That's a perfect example of a vision where the organization they work for, this manufacturing plant, wasn't just a nightmare disaster, but this one department was was just absolutely running perfectly. And they did it on their own. Like nobody made them do it. They just decided this is how they were going to run. And they wound up taking that and putting that through the rest of the plant and turning everything around. So even in your own space, I I know for... The majority of us that do work, you know, larger corporations, when you really think about it, they really, there really isn't much holding you back from doing something like this. You can do it on your own. So look for things that you can actually create in order to do that. So looking at what our vision was, we can pull some key phrases from there. So you think about things like comforting aroma of fresh ground coffee, baking items fresh from the oven, variety and quality known throughout the community, known, not you just have good stuff, is everybody knows it. That's a huge difference. Person happy to see them, calls it by name, can't wait to help them, truly enjoys creating amazing products and how 
each team member interacts with each other. And then this place was made for them. So your, vi your vision, which is a dream with a purpose, is about creating those senses, feelings, and engaging environment. But your mission, that's going to be all about what you're known for and where we're going, like what you stand for, your identity. So a couple of warnings here, though. Your customers are not going to pay you for your mission. Kind of like, hey, cool story, bro. It's nice to hear all that. And, and I do. I, I like hearing kind of the backstory or what they believe in. But and, and it does enhance what you actually do. But that's only if you actually do it. Again, this is another roadblock where think about if your company has a vision or mission statement or just a mission statement, a lot of times because it is a, a mission of where we're going, it doesn't really connect with the people actually doing the work because it's such a higher platitude that it's like, okay, well, I that's great that we're going to be that, but I don't do that every day. I do my job. I'm in marketing, I'm in HR, I'm in sales, I'm in manufacturing or whatever that is. So there's no action behind it. There's no, well, really not just action, but what kind of behaviors you create to support that mission. And that's what the strategy is all about, but we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. So if you don't take action on your mission, you'll just be like somebody on social media that only shows their you know super awesome pics and life is just great and all that kind of stuff. And we all know that's not true. Everybody's going through something. Everybody's got challenges. So if you just put a mission on the wall and say, oh, this is who we are, never address the behaviors to get there, never address the roadblocks or things that's stopping you from that. Do you really have that mission? No, not really. So let's look at that vision and pull some key statements um, from that vision. So you think about the ones that I just talked about. There's about five different sections from the vision that we can pull into the mission. So you certainly don't want too many things in your mission. Five is a pretty good number because you get beyond five. It, it just gets way too cloudy. You're trying to solve every problem in the world and it's just not going to happen. You're trying to do too, too many things at once. So let's turn some of these key phrases into the things that you're actually going to be known for. You know, some of these key phrases like I mentioned, comforting aroma, fresh ground coffee, and baking items fresh from the oven. That's the kind of thing that you turn into an actionable item. So when you think about some of those key phrases from the mission statement, now think about from the vision statement, think about this in a mission statement. So a good mission statement here will be the senses of sight and smell of a fresh, fresh baked product and freshly ground coffee will always greet our customers as a warm inviting hello. And our seating area invites our customers to gather for all kinds of reasons, such as business, family, and friends, or to just take time for themselves. You know, number two, only purchase the highest quality ingredients to ensure our customers receive the best possible products for what we you're known for in our community. And number three, members of our team take great pride in serving each other, serving each customer as we always look forward to seeing each customer again. Number four, each member of our team knows our success depends on how we work together. Everyone knows their role and supports their team members in their role to create the best possible experience for the customer and for product execution. And number five, we only allow the highest quality finished products to be available for sale. And any team member can remove any item that does not meet this expectation. So that's just an example. But think about your mission statement. A lot of them sound that way. There's nothing wrong with that. Think about where you're going and what we're standing for. But if you don't take it to the next level, you know, well, how, do we, how are we getting there? Or think about all the people in different roles in your company or your groups, or if you're creating something, who's going to be doing what? What are the daily 
daily behaviors behind that. So imagine if you and your team could actually accomplish all that. Does that sound like a place where you'd want to spend your money? So we started with a vision, which is a dream with a purpose. Then we created a mission to say the things we stand for. So we're two thirds of the way there. And it all sounds nice so far, but you won't succeed until you put that into action. That's why the strategy makes it happen. Because so far, all we've done is basically talk. We've only discussed, we've only dreamed, we've only said, oh, we, this is where we're going. So earlier we said a mission statement is what you're known for and where you're going. The strategy is how you'll get there. Strategy is all about execution. We're moving on from saying what we'll do to actually doing it. And execution is all about daily behaviors and decisions. You know, that's it. What you actually do day in and day out, along with the decisions you make, will determine what you've accomplished. So strategy has to be based on daily behaviors. And just like we created the mission statement based on our vision, we'll create the strategy based on the mission statement. So you see, your vision creates your mission, but your strategy gets you there. I know, sounds kind of corny, but it's an easy way to remember that. So your vision creates your mission and your strategy gets you there. And one of the biggest reasons why that is so important is when you make generalized daily behaviors, it doesn't really matter what job anybody has in the company. They all can relate to that. So instead of just having high platitudes of a mission statement on the wall, now they can see, okay, it's not a list of more things to do for me. It's okay, I can do my job, but behave this way, protect things like our product and our customers and, and how we take care of each other while I'm doing what I'm already doing. That's the key. And that's probably one of the biggest reasons why all these other visions and missions that you, you read about and all these other places, which have great intentions about leading with visions, and you really need to have that. You need to have a higher purpose of whatever it is you're doing. But a lot of them seem to miss this piece of how do you break it down to every understands how that works. So now we're simply going to create daily behaviors on the five points of the mission. And these are the things that must take priority over anything else, which means talking about the behaviors that no matter what happens, once we decide like how we're going to treat each other, that's it. It doesn't matter what problem comes on. We're still going to handle conflict the right way. We're going to have honest conversations, whatever it is, or, or if we disappointed the customer, everything stops. We got to help that customer, those kinds of things. So once you start doing behaviors in your strategy daily, you'll move the needle forward on your business. Absolutely. And that's what you're going to use as your proof that the behaviors are working. Behavior first, then you review your results. You know, you don't run around reading sales reports or P&L reports and go, oh, look at what we got to do. Those are all verifications of behaviors that's already happened. So that's what you really got to focus on. So think about what we, we talked about in the mission statement and think about this as your strategy. So number one, all team members actively ensure our environment is pleasing to sense of sight and smell. That's a pretty simple statement. Anybody in any position can figure that out. So even if you're the company owner, you see a piece of trash on the floor, you pick it up. It's pretty much that simple. Uh, number two, we inspect all ingredients and accept only the best quality. Again, anybody in that entire building can do that, no matter what job they have. Number three, nothing is more important than the customer in front of us as we are always happy to see and serve them. Uh, you think about all the roles you have to do and we're all task oriented. I don't care how many times company says, no, we're people focused, we're this. We're all task oriented and we know it. But when that customer is in front of you, those tasks can wait. The work will get done. Don't worry. Uh, number four, all team members support each other 100% and we are all committed to handling all disputes behind closed doors where we're always honest with each other. So think about that. That's probably 
one of the biggest issues with teams today, and I don't care what level that team is on, when we haven't set those culture boundaries up front and then things happen, we wind up being basically, you know, firemen running one fire to another, to another, to another, trying to calm people down, correct conflict and all that. When we haven't done the, the homework or, or the pre-work of setting culture boundaries so everybody already understands how we're going to treat each other. Number five, we all work together to ensure finished products are always available. It's about having all your items in stock. Imagine said earlier that your your product is known throughout the community. Well, if the community comes in, the product's not there, it's not going to be a good day. Number six, all team members ensure only the highest quality finished products are actually on the floor, on the sales floor. Um, anybody can do that. And number seven, all team members can remove those items if they do not meet customer expectations. So yeah, you can have more behaviors than in your mission statement because those are all things that resonate for you know, no matter what role anybody has, they can do. As you can see, there's a specific purpose to your vision, mission, and strategy. They have to go in order like that because one plays off the other. And if you're truly going to accomplish a goal, you really do need to have all three uh, to, to move your words into actions. And even if you've never like formally done this, written it down, which doesn't take a lot of paperwork or writing. But if you have accomplished anything, you really have gone through these steps, even just mentally, because you've done those things that you maybe you thought you couldn't do before. And this, again, same thing works, whether it's you're, you're, you're stepping out to be an entrepreneur, you are growing in the company you're in, or you want to do something personal for yourself. But lastly, but certainly not least, I always talk about you got to focus on the behaviors you want. Just do that. So to really bring all of this home, because remember, we have started with a, with, a, with a vision, a dream with a purpose. Then we create a mission of what we stand for and where we're going and the strategy, behavior-based, how are we going to get there? Well, if you're going to focus on the behaviors you want, one of, one of two things that you must do is recognition should be a constant reflection on the strategy. Again, remember I said before, the mission statement is great. And if you have a vision statement, it's great, you know, for, especially if you're in a larger company, but most people are automatically going to think about themselves. Like what do they do and how can they, how can they be a part of that? And if we don't explain that to them through a strategy, they're going to say, okay, great mission, but that's not what I do. And they're going to tune out. And then remember, daily behaviors and decisions rewarded will create a rippling effect of repeating those behaviors. And the second thing is, does your team, or just you, if you're an entrepreneur or you're doing something on your own, do you have a vision in your head of what winning looks like? Dan Gable, head coach of the University of Iowa Wrestling for several decades, an extremely accomplished wrestler, said he in his mind, envisioned his hand being raised and standing on the top of the podium a thousand times before it actually happened. So they do, do they understand what winning even looks like? One. Two, do they know they're winning or the team is winning without having to do much investigation? Like they can almost know it without asking because you've given them so much feedback. And three, do they understand that what they do contributes to that winning? You see how these are connected? Daily behaviors and decisions within the strategy. And is the team doing it? Is the team winning? Because you can be on a winning team and contribute nothing. And at first it's pretty cool, but after a while you feel pretty empty and you just kind of go on autopilot and go about your day but you don't really have a lot of buy-in. So you really need to have those and completely focus on the strategy of behaviors because that's where the frontline execution is happening. That's where you can find out what works, doesn't work, where you need to pivot, what you need to change, what you need to do more of, all of those things. So it's great. It all starts with that dream. 
and, and creating that mission of who you are, but it's the, it's the behaviors and daily decisions that make that happen. You need all three. And when done properly, you will achieve things for yourself you never thought possible. Thank you so much for joining me for another show. Please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues and start up your own discussions on the topic of the show. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a show. And check out the links in the show notes and give us a rating so we know how we're doing and five stars would be pretty sweet. So until next week, remember, you know you have to get work done with other people, but how you get done work with other people is entirely up to you.